This episode is brought to you by my wonderful patrons. Thank you so much to my patrons. They make this podcast possible and also very fun to do because we are able to interact on a private discord where we can talk, discuss topics, and just in general help each other collect the things that we want. So thank you so much to everyone who participates there. I couldn't appreciate you more. This episode is also brought to you by myself. If you haven't already heard, I've been working on a passion project called Cardfolio. It's going to be an app that'll let you scan your cards onto your phone and add them to your virtual binder. Your virtual binder allows you to keep track of not only what you own, but you'll also be able to keep track of what you need. Are you chasing a shadowless master set? If so, Cardfolio will be able to help you keep track of your progress towards your goal so that it makes it easier to achieve it. Cardfolio doesn't just catalog your collection and manage your collecting goals, it will also allow you to see your collection like an actual investment portfolio. This means you'll be able to see how much your collection is worth, how that value has changed over time, and how your collection value breaks down by item type. For example, how much do you have in raw cards versus slab cards versus sealed items? If all of this sounds like an app you would like to download, then join my early access waiting list. I'll keep you updated with app progress, mockups, and when it's available, early beta access. So it'll be fun and it'll be great. The link for the early access waiting list will be in the description below. So go ahead and sign up if that's something that you're interested in. Hello, my friends, and welcome to season three of the Geeked Out Collecting Podcast, where we apply financial and investing principles to our favorite hobby collectibles like Pokemon, Magic the Gathering, comic books, Fortnite cards, you name it, we talk about it all. Thank you so much for being here. I am your host, Jess. So let's get started with collecting things that we love like damn adults. Here's today's episode. It's always the good stuff in the beginning, (laughs) you know, um, before the live. But, you know, I I do appreciate you coming on, though. I think this would be really good. It would be nice to have more Fortnite people. Like, I want to start, you know, really, really doing this more often on a regular basis because I love how the Fortnite community is starting to grow. Because, like, when I first came on to IG, there was nobody. Crickets is what it was. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And that's once I so once I went back down to the local card shop where last summer I was buying the boxes with my son, the Fortnite boxes, you know, Mm -hmm. and really the only reason I was buying these is because it said series one. And the only thing that ever popped in my head was first edition Pokemon. I'm like, you know what, maybe in 25 years, this will be something. (laughs) And that's the only reason I was buying them. Plus. My son was huge into Fortnite, loved playing the game, and he was like, like, go ahead, pick a box. And he went straight for the Fortnite box. And that's all I was like, okay. And then going back in February of this year, and him just being like, hey, uh, if you have any of these cards, they're kind of you know going up in value. And I was just like, okay. So when I came home, found the Black Knight, and my son was like, hey, Dad, what, what are you looking for? I'm like, this card could be huge. I don't know how huge yet, but I'm going to go get it greater for you just to be safe, you know, let's get it slapped yeah. up. And so since then I've like 
reached out to a ton of people and just kind of like started following a lot more people that are into Fortnite that provide like more knowledge. Because, I mean, I don't know the name of every skin. My son doesn't know the name of every skin. And, and uh, like he'll call people certain names and I'm like, oh, okay, that must be the person's name. And mm-hmm. like DJ Yonder, he says that's DJ yeah. Llama. I'm like, okay, it looks like a DJ Llama. <laughs> I can, I can see that. He's like... giving skins his own names. That's so cute. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's cute. Aw. And, Such a and game. then That's one cute. of them was, uh, was it Dirtburger? I think is one of them. Yeah, but that's Wait, what was like that? The, uh, so the one that he calls Dirtburger, but that's just the guy who oh. has like a hamburger head. I know which one you're talking about. I, I don't know his name either, but I know. <laughs> the yeah, that's what I, I was just like. Mm. <laughs> um, yeah, that's yeah, funny. So, I mean, that's funny. so he's been playing for a while, though. Has he been playing he's Fortnite been... ever since it came out? Um, not ever since it came out. So he really started maybe like two, two and a half years ago, mm-hmm. I would say. So he, like, every time, like, there's no update, he'll be like, hell, this skin, and, like, that's the first thing he does when he jumps on is, like, oh, let me look at all the skins, everything that's been added to the shop, you know? And it's mm-hmm. like, okay, cool. So he has fun doing that. And then after that, it's always, hey, Dad, the live event is on this day. Set a reminder. Set a reminder. And I'm like, <laughs> all right, I don't know what the live event is, but we'll do it. Check it out. Sure. <laughs> so, yeah, it's yeah. pretty fun. That's time. awesome. That that's awesome. Yeah. So so you guys you guys started off just buying mega boxes and 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 ripping them. Yeah. So I did not know the difference of anything. So I mm-hmm. thought that was the only Fortnite boxes out there. I didn't know there were like mega boxes and hobby boxes. Um, but every time we went to the card shop, uh, he s- started with a brand new case, like brand new, like I think it was like twenty mega boxes. And so we'd go in, and I think over the course of last summer, starting in maybe May or June last year, like every time I went to the card shop, just pick up supplies, my son would go with me, and he'd pick up a box. So I think in total we ripped seven or eight mega boxes. Nice. And so, yeah, no clue. <laughs> no clue. <laughs> and Gosh, then, I know. Yeah. Yeah, and then in November of last year, the card shop owner's like, hey, do you just want to buy the rest? I'll give you like a smoking deal. And there are like 10 mega boxes left, I think it was. And he's like, just take all 10 for like 600. And that was like $60 a piece. And I was like, man, I don't know. Like, what am I going to do with these? Like, no clue. <laughs> no clue. And so uh, he's like, you can just give them to like your nieces, nephews, all the kids and stuff. I'm like, ah, let me just buy one more. And then yeah. the last time I saw him was November. And then I went back in December, didn't see him again. I was like, oh, you must have sold them for Christmas. Then went in in January. And then I went in in February and I was like, hey, we're probably in Fortnite boxes. And that's when he kind of told me like, hey, this is what's going on with the hobby right now and that Fortnite stuff. And I was like, what? He's, and that's at that time, I think they had peaked around $4,800, $5,000 for like a mega box. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was so a crazy was, time. Yeah, I was very shocked. I was like, oh my God. You know, like I could have... <laughs> I could have had 10 of these. I could have like 40 grand just sitting at home. <laughs> I know. I know. I was in the same boat. I was in the same boat as you, but I, but the damage was worse for me. So <laughs> I ended up just opening <laughs> up 24 boxes, like 22 to 24 boxes. I had a whole pile of them. Like I just kind of like every time I went to Target and I saw a few, I would just grab a few and just like every time. <laughs> oh, wow. That's pretty crazy. Yeah, and that's funny because like, 
at the time, everybody was going to Target looking for basketball cards, baseball cards, football cards. Never even noticed Fortnite was there mm -hmm. until Series 2 came out. And then Series 2 came out. And this was still before Series 1 had taken off. So this was like November last year because we were out Christmas shopping. I'm like, oh, I'm going to get a couple of boxes, mega boxes at the time for my son, you know, for Christmas. Yeah. I ended up getting like three or four mega boxes that he ended up written, plus some like packs and stuff like that. So once again, you you live and learn. But I'm sure this year, as soon as Series 3 drops, like Target is going to be hit super hard. I think, you know, it's going to be tough trying to jump in. I know. I didn't even see any of Season 2 at mine. What's up, Rob? Hey, hey, what's, up? what's up? What's up? Hey. hey. What's up, man? <laughs> Good. Good. I uh, was just uh, kind of going through the box real quick and just found <laughs> oh, that. Yep, let's go. go. I was like, uh, yeah, I found that. And then just kind of like looking through some stuff, finding yeah. these. Like these are all base, but yeah. uh, just was like, huh, wonder, you know, just kind of looking through it. Red Knight, that's always a good one. <laughs> I pulled that card and I sold it. Oh, pulled man. it and I sold it. Omega. Omega's my PC. Yeah. Card. Yeah, yeah. These are all base cards, but yeah. And then I got these. These are the ones I've had from like uh, series two. Yes, and it. Hmm, that's a cool Zenith. one. This is my one of my favorite ones from series. So I love this card. Yeah, I, I think that looks awesome. And then yeah. I got these two. Ruin, yes, ruin's a good one. And then this one's like the uh, Optichrome kind of, so yeah. yeah. But I was just going through, kind of checking everything out, and then of course the base. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't have one of those. Uh, I almost, I almost, but. Mm. Yeah. Well, I got the Hollow with my buddy. Um, just waiting to PSA because the USA prints, I definitely want to think send the PSA, even if it's just one at a time. But the Italian prints, like I said, these bad boys, I'm going to send off to HGA and just kind of see what happens. Yeah. You know. How deep are you in the uh, Italian cards? Uh, so one, two, two tins, and then a little hobby box. So not too deep. Just was like kind of chasing and then seeing if we could, like, if we could hit a Black Knight Crystal Shard. And mm. just for fun, kind of. And then got some Series 2 stuff. And yeah, so. This yeah. One, those are and then picked up this one. Oh, man. Lux. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. the base. <laughs> we got a Lux crowd like, yeah, here. So. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. Oh, man. I'm not going to lie. I'm thinking about now that the price has gone down to 150 for Express, I'm mm -hmm. really thinking about. Uh, sending my Dante in so that I have like the full yeah. the full promo yeah. series one so yeah, yeah I it. would do that I mean even if you just do one card at a time just yeah. you know that's what I'm kind of thinking about doing but I definitely want to get the Peely uh, hollow into a PSA slab no matter what yes yeah yeah, it, it'd be it'd be really weird. Like I could send it over to SGC or wherever, but it would just be so weird to have like that one non PSA card, you know, like, yep. it's got to I just got to keep it. 
I just yeah. gotta keep it all yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I, if the Italian prints with HGA, if they can do like an amazing custom slab of that, like the ladle looks just blows mm -hmm. me out of the park. I yeah. may send some of the non-legendary cards that I have for JJ over to yeah. there just for the aesthetic appeal of it and just kind of like, you know, have something up for him. Yeah. How much is it to do all of that custom design work with uh, HGA? Is it is it that much compared to like bulk PSA? So mm -hmm. it's amazing because like one card is, so if you do the 60 day, uh, HGA, which is actually 60 days, they stick to that timeline. It's $20. <laughs> and then if you do the custom label, you just add $10 to it. Nice for so, anything, like whatever design anything. you want. Nice. Yeah. And you can, you can say, Hey, you can give them ideas of like, Hey, I'd like to see this. And then they'll kind of do that as well. Or you can say, Hey, you have free reign come up with something amazing. So one of the cards that I wish I would have been a little bit more specific about, let me show you this one. Yeah. So I wish they would have done like a chargers up here, like the lightning bolt, and then maybe like a green bay, the helmet or something down here, just because it is like that. It's, you know, it is a Chargers and Green Bay card, so I just wish they would have tied that into the label yeah. a little bit better, you know. But it's still, I mean, I like it. I still think it's kind of cool. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, like I was I was showing her earlier that this one, they did an amazing job on, I think. Now, do you think... Uh, is so horrible. You think HGA is going to be big, like... Like, say JJ continues collecting for, like, let's say the next 10 years. Do you see HGA kind yeah. of paving a market for the younger generation? Like, you know, those 15 to 18-year-olds maybe a couple years from now? So it truly depends. I think we're at a point in the market right now where all these, you know, younger generation individuals were slapping everything they could get their hands on with, with mm -hmm. PSA. It's such a low value that they were turning around and flipping it. Now that PSA has closed the doors to that, I'm curious to see how much of this generation stays in the hobby. And if they do, are they going to go turn to HGA right. and continue to slap everything they can get their hands on, throw a custom label on it, and then sell it to someone that PCs that car? Yeah. I think we will see a drop off in individuals that were doing that, just like mm -hmm. the people used to do the sneaker game. You know, yeah. mm -hmm. kind of saw a drop off. I think with HGA sticking with the prices, if they can do that and maintain the quick turnaround, even at 60 days, you're, you're blowing PSA out of water. Yeah. You're still able to submit a card, get it back and flip it and hopefully make a little bit of profit to continue that process. So, uh, I think HGA is going to be the PC collectors kind of secondary. Yeah. For those cards that they just want to throw something really nice label on to be like, oh, I'm going to display this. It's going to look amazing, mm -hmm. you know. So we'll see. I mean, they are getting some pretty big cards through there yeah. to grade. So I'm very curious to see if that continues. Hmm. Have you gotten anything graded by BGS? Uh, I have. And these are the BGS. 
These are, I really only have three slabs of PGFR. This is this one. Together. So, this one. Uh, LeBron James, top finest mm -hmm. refractor. And then, this is probably my number one card that I'll never sell Mike Trout, rookie. Mike Trout. That's like a 9 5. <laughs> and then, this is like my ultimate grail card. Holy. Like I PC Jeter. Did you see Ken just pull four of those? Yeah. Ken Golden? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so it's insane. Oh my God. Yeah. So I'm like, uh, I'm not a huge BGS guy, but if it's a, it's one of my PC cards or if it's a card like I really want, I can get a great deal on it. I will definitely do it. So, yeah. you know, the value has to be there for me. Mm-hmm. You know, but I, I mean, before I was a hardcore, like never going to stray away from uh, PSA. And then the more and more I looked at HGA and the custom labels they were coming up with, I was like, okay, yeah. The, yeah. they're definitely stepping up their game right now. Yeah. So. I can definitely get behind that too, because, you know, one thing that collectors kind of forget is like, you have to, regardless of the grade, regardless of the company, you have to buy the card. Like you have to look at the card and you have to look at the condition. Is it a strong nine? Is it a strong 10? Like there's been a Charizard uh, first edition PSA 10 from original base set. Um, that's just been floating around the different auction companies because it, 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 it it's having trouble getting sold at the right price, you know, quote unquote, yeah. the right price because it's a weak 10. It's a terrible yeah. looking 10. It's a trash 10. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. so, you know, you know, collectors who know their shit, are going to pay attention to that if they're if they're wanting to pay top dollar on something they want to make sure that it's good so yeah. if you keep a good card if you buy a good card at the end of the day you know you you might still be able to command a good price point even mm -hmm. if it's like a cdc right or you know something else yeah. i mean and and that's that's pokemon that that doesn't affect fortnite but that's kind of why i sent my cards over to cgc versus psa because a i couldn't but b like comparing the bulk prices it just didn't make sense it was just too much yeah yeah that's i think i mean i think that's the the factor across the board you know uh eight i mean sgc isn't really closing a gap but sgc is definitely creating their market now you know just um they yeah. obviously have the vintage collectors you know by a stronghold everybody loves sgc for vintage but you can't debate the price the slabs aren't ugly the slabs aren't a psa slab we can all agree on that but the slab is i like the slab i really do i mean uh you can't deny it and i mean if you if you don't grab a card because it's sgc and it's a 10 or a 9.5 uh even nine depending on the card because it's, and you go with psa for let's say 300 400 more dollars Sometimes that may not always be the best value. You kind of got to balance that out at some point, you know? Yeah, 100%. Yeah, I, I have to agree. And the other thing, too, the one thing that I noticed, especially for, like, this is, so I was, so for Pokemon, I was targeting CGC slabs because, A, they're graded harder than PSA, yeah. and, B, they were going for cheaper than PSA. So I could get potentially a better card that if I wanted to in the future, I could cross-grade. 
right? Yeah. If, if I ever wanted to, I could do that. But to do something similar to that for Fortnite, you can actually look at SGC cards, yeah. you know, because there's a lot of them coming out with USA print. And then if you're going for the Italian print, I saw, I've seen a lot of Italian print SGC cards out on the market right now for eBay. I don't know if they're still up, but last time I checked, there were. So, yeah. you know, you could potentially find some value there, which I mean, when I found my Lux, I just, I just went. I just went for it. It was an SGC. I didn't care. That was the first time I ever got the slab. I'm like, let me learn a little bit too, yeah. but let me also get my card. Yeah. So, you know, you can, it, like there's, there, there's still pockets of really great cards mm -hmm. and, you know, really good places in the market where you can try and find some value because now at this point, you know, collectors are really demanding a, a very high floor, yeah. you know? Yeah. Yeah. I think, Especially uh, since a lot of these cards aren't entering the market, mm -hmm. too. So, yes. yeah, I think so too. And that's one of the things. Um, I think they have a chance to be a solid number three. Um, mm -hmm. Right now, obviously, PSA and BGS are the number twos. But with them and HGA, HGA, from what I have seen, has been dead on accurate with mm -hmm. their grading. When when I submitted these two cards. Uh, I had my friend just snowballing. He submitted them, and he's like, "Hey, this is what you're gonna get on these cards." And he was pretty dead on accurate on all the subgrades and the overall grade of like, "Nope, they're they're they know what they're doing. They're not messing around over there at HQ." Yeah. So, if they continue with that and continue to show that they're growing, I think them and uh, SGC could definitely step. Up. Sure. That's awesome. That's awesome. So, do they grade? Do they grade like BGS? Uh, so what happens with hybrid is that they do a scan of the picture, almost like a card score does. And then mm. that comes out because of the score and then someone, uh, physically reviews it as well. Mm. Yeah. Mm. So they're, that it's that hybrid approach to, Hey, this is what the computer's telling me. Let me verify that. Make sure it looks good. So, I mean, they are not handing out tens by any means at all. Like it I've is very that. difficult, <laughs> very difficult to get it. I saw that in the shard pops. Yeah. There are no tens. Yeah. No. Nine Yeah. Like I've. I mean, when I first seen HGA kind of building traction, I noticed that I was like, I don't think I've seen a ten yet. You know, like is you know, and I think they have a. Uh, I think they have a pristine. I think they call it flawless. But so you know, that's way out there. That's like the black label, the A, B, and C. So yeah, I mean, I've heard that they grade pretty solid as well. You know. Uh, I've thought about HGA. I want to have a Lux base in every grading company. So I'll definitely be sending HGA to something, you know. Mm -hmm. Oh, that'll be real nice. How many Lux bases do you have uh, now? Uh, I think I just have four. I have four, and then I have a PSA 9 base, and then I have the hollow, and then the cracked ice. And then I have the reloaded as well. I have the Lux reloaded. So, yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. I haven't gotten any of that set. And honestly, I, I, I think I want to just because. I mean, I yeah. might as well. You know, that's probably something that Fortnite collectors didn't expect us to talk about. But I think the Reloaded set is really nice, honestly. I, uh, JK's back. Uh, <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> no, yeah, I think the Reloaded set is really nice. Um, It's like Renegade Raider in there, the Glow in the Dark, the Moving cards. I really like the event cards. So it's a whole lot mm -hmm. of Reloaded that could definitely be, you know, nice down the road. Is Reloaded, is Reloaded one of those sets that was printed specifically in Italy? Like they only have one variation and it's I, printed in Italy, right? Yes, but the weird thing is I think it says USA on the back. 
don't quote huh. that, but I, I'm almost I'm almost positive. I think it says USA on the back. Mm. Yeah, which is different, you know. That, that was, is different. It was printed in Italy, but I think it had, uh, I think it's USA on the back. You know, Rob, I got to show you something real quick because okay. of the last conversation that we had last week. Here, hold on one second. Yep. Yeah, uh -oh. here it comes. I know, right? Mic drop time. Mic drop time. <laughs> no, nothing crazy. Nothing crazy. Uh, and, oh. you know, this is something that you educated me on, but I got this today. Yeah. Oh, my God. I didn't realize, like, I love the... Um, I love the ticket. I, I thought it was going to be wow. like uh, thinner. I thought it was going to be more flimsy. Yeah. No, it's real nice. Yeah, yeah. I love it. I love it. This card looks so, I mean, it's, this ticket looks so cool. Is that yes, from the very first World Cup that they did? Yeah, that's the World Cup one. Yeah. Wow. That's pretty awesome. That is pretty cool. And JK, the reason why what happened was I was watching uh, car, I don't, yeah, I'm pretty sure y'all know him, car collector uh, too. And he was, and he was at the national and he went past the ticket table and it was somebody that had the super bowl tickets you know all the tom brady's uh super bowls and everything like that and i was like wait the world cup had a had an actual an event let me see if there's a ticket so i started going through ebay ended up finding it and i just started buying them and then after me and jess talked it was actually somebody uh his name is black ash on uh instagram and i think he has over 10 of them he was buying them even before we talked. So he has over 10 and then somebody else ended up buying them. So yeah, those, it's a really, it's a really good collection piece, honestly. So what you need to do now is find who won the very first World Cup and get it autographed by them. Booga, I know, I know, I want, that'd be amazing. If you could do that, that would That's be legendary. Like, dude, game changer, it's over. Like, yeah. oh man. Like sure. that's what I think, Fortnite series, like it's, I don't think it's happened series three, but series four, they need yeah. to have skins of like people who have won those World Cups. They need to bring them yeah. out and like mm -hmm. ha if they have like maybe autograph cards, that'd be great. But at least have the skins of people who have shown they're dedicated to the game itself yeah. and have won World Cup. You know, like how else are you gonna yeah. like? I think that's the ultimate. Like you know, hey, this is this is it for sure. You know. We'll see what happens though. Hopefully, I'm just excited for Series Three. Honestly, I'm like, Me too. I've really kind of almost stepped away from like sports cars, and I'm doing a little bit here, yeah. but I've really focused more on Fortnite and getting that set up and really like kind of helping JJ out and yeah. you know making sure he's set up because it's just if if I would have done this with Pokemon, who knows, you know? Right. <laughs> you know. Seriously, seriously, that's awesome. So, what what are you what are you and JJ chasing right now? Uh, right now, so I was talking with uh, Shardon. Um, I was hoping to pick up a Black Knight Hollow that he has, but I went and did a card show and didn't. It was kind of dead. Didn't really do enough. So right now, it's kind of selling off a lot of my collection and hoping to pick up uh, Black Knight Hollow for JJ. And then mm -hmm. after that, I think the next card that uh, we're going to go after is the Galaxy. Oh, yeah. that's going to be a great card to have, Galaxy. Yeah. Was mm -hmm. that so, was that a really big skit in the game? Is that yeah. why it's been so popular? So I'm glad you asked that. The thing is, the difference, Galaxy was a hard skin to obtain because you had to have this 
I'm iPhone, so I don't know. But uh, I think it was that at the time it might have been. I won't even try. It was the the recent Galaxy phone, right? And you mm-hmm. had to have that phone to get you know to get the uh, Galaxy skin. So the Galaxy skin was always you know extremely rare, uh, hard to obtain. I actually tried to go to Walmart when it released, and I tried to download it on the on the display just to try to get the skin. It, but Fortnite takes so long to download, it was impossible. Uh, so yeah, that's what transcended into the card market. It's certain cards that you just understand is the card. And for the promo set, one, Galaxy is definitely it, along with Mary Mirage. Mm. So yeah. when that came out in obviously season one, correct? What, Galaxy? Yeah. No, Galaxy was... Do you, do you remember what year season? that was? Yeah, that was twenty. That was twenty nineteen. It was like towards yeah, the see, end of twenty. Yeah. So my, a guy I work with, uh, he was got the new Galaxy phone, and uh, on our breaks, he would be yeah. playing Fortnite, and we're like, "Are you like five? Like, what, what's going on right <laughs> yeah. now?" Like, he has the Galaxy phone. He's like, "No, check this out," and he showed us, and I'm pretty sure it was the Galaxy skin. But he was like, "I got the new phone. I got the upgrade." Yeah, 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 yeah. Like. And I'm pretty sure that's why he got it. And I was just yeah. like, I look at him like, are you seven? What is going on right now? But now <laughs> I'm like, this man was a genius. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That is yeah. so funny. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, man. So, yeah. Was, uh, no. After after Galaxy, for me, uh, I definitely want to go for the series to uh, Crack Ice Gold Yonder. Mm. Mm. I just like the way that card looks. And, you know, like my son, that's his favorite character. He calls him, I was telling Jess earlier, he calls him uh, DJ Llama. DJ, DJ Llama. <laughs> <laughs> so, I personally like that one. Aw. <laughs> see. Yeah. How old is JJ now? He's... He is six. He's six? Wow. Oh, man. Wow, he He's is, got yeah. a cooler collection yeah. than I do. Amazing collection. <laughs> Yeah, I've been collecting like 30 years, and his one card <laughs> my entire collection. So, yeah, I'm right there with you. Like, what the hell have I been doing? Like, here, son, here's the keys to the car. Like, you could obviously do it. Like, just drive. <laughs> he, he's got a, it's a, it's a PSA 9, right? The the Crystal Shard BK? Yeah. It is? Yeah. Okay, yeah, that's what I thought. Gosh. Yeah, and I've looked at it, and I've kind of gone over it with a fine tooth comb, and like, yeah, I don't think it can squeeze out of 10 anyway, so, yeah, and I'm yeah. completely fine with a 9. <laughs> yeah. So. Oh my god, an authenticated would be fine, I think. No, listen, I'm, no, and I, Jess, that's not even being funny, I would legit, I seen the 5 today, did y'all see the 5 that Jeter got? Did yeah. He got, no. yeah. yeah, he got, a, I would 100% take that PSA 5 any day. Any day. It looks like, so clean. It looks yeah. so clean. I think he should crack and resub it for sure. Yeah, for sure. You know, mm-hmm. and that's that is one of the things that is hurting PSA right now is the inconsistency of grading. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. cards that yeah. should be getting tens mm-hmm. and are not, and you're just kind of like, what what is happening right now? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and I think people have kind of shied away from PSA and kind of just want to see what happens with it right now you yeah. know let them get caught up everything let them mm-hmm. you know have the experience of those graders kind of go through some stuff because i've seen cards that come back to our local card shop and people are like how did this get a five and you're like yeah you know yeah it's just I, kind of mind-boggling 
I've honestly had those conversations with people where it's like, you know, okay, so they're ramping up their grading, which makes sense. They're bringing on new people. That makes sense Mm because they have to ramp up production, right? So, but with those new people, like, what are they grading? Are are they grading bulk subs? If so, like, what's the quality of that grading, you know? I mean, because they're just, they're just newer, like, you know, it's just newer. So as they get better at it, you know, obviously, you know, it would make sense that their grades would get better, but, (laughs) but it's like, you know, going back to your point, the consistency of the grading has always been something with PSA. I mean, you know, even with, even with early Pokemon cards, you know, if it's an old, if it's an old label, you know, an old grade, they're usually weaker. They're usually weaker nines and tens. So. Well, you know, I think about like in the aspect like uh, what's pretty much what you were saying. What's the curve? For for instance, if I got hired at PSA to be a grader, in the process of learning of how they grade and how you're supposed to grade, as you know, with any job, there's a there's a learning curve and there's a, mm-hmm. there's, a there's there's a grace period of accidents that you have, right? You know, yeah, absolutely. Do you understand how important that grace period is? When- <laughs> <laughs> when it comes to graded people cards, like that's like, you know, that's what I think about. Like, I'm like, okay, you got a 90 day training window, right? In those 90 days, you could probably, if they're in the vesting side, you could probably ruin a couple people's lives just based on yeah. the grades they bring back, you know? Oh, 100%. So it, it's interesting. Yeah. I, and that's what I'm saying is like, it's almost like now with PSA, you have to buy that grade because you're going to pay. $300 yeah. because then at that point, you know, or you hope someone with yeah. experience is looking at that card and knows what to assign that card. But if yeah. like, like all these bulk subs and everything I went through, I feel as though people are like doing a quick scan, like, hey, look, all right, hey, hey, because, eight, you know, what if, wouldn't you though? Like, if you think about it, like, I mean, take the collector out of you. Let's say you just got the job, right? And it's like, you have, like you said, you have 60, 70, 80 cards and you got to get it done in this time frame. And it's like, that that's a lot for one day. Like, honestly, it really is. And, stressful. Mm-hmm. You know, and, it's, and if you think about it, like, uh, I mean, I don't know, like, what what's the factor of if a person is having a bad day, they lost a loved one, they lost, it's a whole bunch of things that go into a physical person grading yeah. your card on a daily basis, you know, and, and that, that's the unfortunate part that comes with it. Yeah, that, that's what I say, like, when I submit my cards ever is, well, hopefully that person's having a good day today, you yeah. know, because yeah. if they're having a bad day, this solid 10, like, with Bonnie's <laughs> code, like, nothing's wrong with it, is literally coming back nine, and you're like, God damn it. <laughs> I, think, yeah. I think people should try to card, uh, you know, with the card score system, you're allowed to score cards through the through the app as well. I think a lot yeah. of collectors could probably do that just to see what because I started doing it right, and you get a little commission from it. But I started doing it, and I was like, wow, this actually, you know, you don't want to just skip over somebody's card because you don't want somebody to do that to you. You want to really take time and see, you know, the best yes. grade, and it kind of put things into perspective, honestly. Yep. Yeah, I, and that's how I feel is like. I want this card to be graded up to a certain standard and I'm spending the money to it. And I think PSA saw that and they got so many cards that it was like, you know, cause I don't know. I've heard people say, you know, five, 10 years ago, it's like, if the card's not worth more than $50, I'm not grading it. But in the past two years, 
pandemic hit and everybody saw a way to flip cards and it's like, oh, I can send this to PSA, get it back super quick. It only cost me $20. I can turn around and sell it for 75. I'll do that. Yeah. Yeah. You know, especially when it was like a $5 card just because it's in case and people are like, okay, I'll take that. IPC, yeah. you know, anybody, everybody has a PC and it's like, okay, I'll take that card. You know? Yeah. So hmm. I think, I think the grading needs to be more consistent, mm-hmm. but I mean, I, I can't wait to see what Ken gets on those four cheaters. You know? Right. Right. Because I guarantee he ain't going to get less than probably 8.5. Yeah. You know? And <laughs> once again, he's buying that grade to see what happens. Yeah. Didn't PSA just buy Golden Auctions? Their, their collectors group, yeah. yeah. <laughs> their yeah. Uh, funding. No one's, no one's, no one's talking about that. Mm-hmm. Like, like no one's, no one's talking about, um, yeah, uh, because I have, I've, I have, I have very mixed feelings on that. Um, do you guys have thoughts on that? It's very funny that King Golden <laughs> didn't take a payout, but I think he took like 70% of the stock, like 70% of him selling the company was yeah, like stock yeah. uh, options. Mm-hmm. So it was like, hmm, interesting. But yeah, but hey, I'm sorry, I gotta get going, but uh, I'll definitely catch up on yeah. the rest of the chat for sure. But it's good being on. Oh, thanks. <laughs> it was great having you, dude. Was great, JK. Yeah, yeah. All right, man. I'll see you guys. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs> yeah. The, uh, when it comes when it comes to that, it is definitely it's definitely touchy. The reason why I say that is because if I put myself in Ken's shoes and Nat Turner's shoes. I don't want somebody to automatically assume that I'm going to flex my power, if that makes sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I will say, though, it's, it, it's murky water for sure. It, it, it really yeah. is. And you can't deny that it is. Um, I don't know what that's going to look like and what that could mean. I hope, hopefully, no articles come out and things like that. But, you know, because Ken has a whole, he has a whole reality show coming out. I didn't know that. Really? Yeah, he has, yeah, he has a really reality show coming out. I don't That's quote me, but cool, I think actually. it's I think it's supposed to be on Netflix. I think it's like it's based off his auction house. Really, I'd watch that one hundred. Oh, one hundred. And think, of, but just think about what that would do for any market. Like mm-hmm. every time that card shows up on that show, that could do something. So I mean, there's good and bad to it, uh, but it definitely is a gray area that we don't know about yet. I'll say that. Yeah. Yeah, it, it, it really is. I mean, it's just like, I, like, I always want to give people the benefit of the doubt. Because, yeah. you know, again, you can't make accusations on something that you don't have any facts or anything on. It just is a situation where unless you have very high moral standards, and you and you act through that, and you don't let the money, you know, mm-hmm. change you, like, there's just a lot that can go on there. Because we were you know, we were seeing all that come out recently with video games, you know, and, and graded video games and those people that have an interest in those auction mm-hmm. companies, you know, getting all of their stuff graded yes. high grades and then, you know, selling them on their auction. So like, it's just something, I think it's just like another data point to be aware of. It's just mm-hmm. something to kind of keep in the back of your mind when you see something that, Oh, that card actually kind of jumped a little high. Like, 
you know, what's going on mm-hmm. here. The cool thing with eBay is, is if they're still, still doing some auctions through eBay, you yeah. know, we can see potentially see any level of show bidding, but even still that just one aspect of, yeah. of, you know, I, the, the, the incentive. Do you think it was fair what eBay did to PWCC? You know, that's a really good question. And honestly, I can't really, it's hard to say just because eBay hasn't really come out Mm -hmm. with actual evidence behind it. They've just said, oh, here's Mm -hmm. this thing. We're going to knock this person out. And so on the one hand, it's like, you know, PWCC, I'm sure is bringing eBay millions a year, right? So, So for them to have enough evidence and and to feel that they need to knock this person off the platform you know this company off the platform that makes them so much money like that is really telling but what's also really telling too is that there hasn't i haven't seen any pushback yet no i'm surprised there's not been any lawsuits or any you know fighting or anything uh, that i'm aware of at least right i watched uh jesse from pwcc uh did some interviews and i believe they are it they're is. pursuing yeah because they never they didn't tell them either they got mm. the, uh they got the email the day before they got the email <laughs> yeah they got oh. so i mean i think it was because of pwc's cc's new auction app and uh it also has a fixed market as well uh yeah and i downloaded it and honestly it looks pretty good so maybe ebay and them didn't come to an agreement i don't know what happened but i didn't think if it was true, it was true. You know what I mean? But uh, yeah. shell, bidding, shell bidding is still going on on eBay. So they, I mean, with a couple different bigger houses, you know, as big houses, I should say. Uh, so, I mean, I guess we'll see what happens long term on that one. Yeah, we'll, we'll see how it unfolds because I don't want to, I don't want to jump to take a side yeah. on either of it without having information you know, on, yeah. on either side and then letting that, you know, them kind of rebuttal on that. I'm trying to stay very neutral on that, but, mm-hmm. but at the same time too, if evidence starts to come out, mm-hmm. I mean, you know, and I, I, I got the email from PWCC too, where they're like, Oh, we just got kicked out of eBay, but no, 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 no. It's okay because yeah. we have our own platform. And it's like, okay, cool. You're coming out with your own platform. That's great. But if it comes out, that you were truly show bidding, you can hide it more within your own platform. So, so, you know, if that's the case, I mean, we'll see what happens. Mm -hmm. I mean, cause again, I'm giving everyone the benefit of that, of the Mm -hmm. doubt in this situation. Um, you know, so, I mean, I don't know anything like what actually happened, but you know, I'm, I'm interested to see how it unfolds and I Mm want to see what eBay actually has to say. Cause I mean, they can absolutely, figure out show bidding like they have the data to see those things where it mm-hmm. most likely happens um, yeah. you know they can put they, they can probably put um you know actual probably machine learning data behind that to look at those patterns so yeah. i hope that they did and did their due diligence yeah since they're yeah. making the accusation so <laughs> that's a big one too that's a big accusation so mm-hmm. yeah it, it cannot it is yeah oh man I don't know. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll see how, we'll see how it goes. And, and, you know, the other thing too, with heritage and with, with WADA games, I mean, you know, I think, I think I want to see more information unfold there as well, Yeah. because in general, I mean, there's a lot, 
there's just a lot of money moving around and mm -hmm. there's a lot of um you know incentive behind what people are saying or doing what information is even available you know yeah. And and so it, it honestly has even myself too kind of made me question, you know, I'm I'm a small content creator, right? But mm -hmm. even still, you know, I can see that I have some impact on a few people and how right. they might buy and what right. they might buy mm -hmm. and when they do that. And so it kind of also makes me sort of rethink, like just take a step back and rethink, okay, how do I present these things? Mm -hmm. Um and and what's the best way to go about it and am i causing weirdness like you know it's not going to be substantial of course but, but it's still there yeah still there yeah yeah cuz i i agree with you with that like even like you know i always because for instance like okay lux right or omega mm -hmm. those are my those are my pc cards that doesn't mean they're the most valuable ones and that and i guess that's the 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 difference that has to be kind of um, balanced out. And I know I've seen a couple like, you know, podcasts and stuff that's car podcasts. And they'll, you know, the ones that do it on a consistent basis, they'll be like, just so you know, this is what I'm holding. This is my PC. This is my, you know, just so yeah. before they start talking, you kind of know where, uh, what that, that aspect is. And especially like for me, with the cards that I hold that I feel are the best, you know, investments or my PC cards, I will give away any card to get to that point. So I never like, you know, like whether it's a card that I talk about and love, like, uh, let's say a aura, I'll keep my investment of like the cracked ice or in the Optichromes, but I'll sell the hollows just to get to, you know, another card. Um, I move in the market consistently. So I never want people to like, look at my page and be like, Oh, he has all of these right now. I usually, like to keep about 25 to 30 cards. That's all I usually want to have. And I just kind of- Really? Yeah, cool. yeah. I like cool. a small collection for sure. Mm -hmm. So yeah. You know, I, I've been kind of moving in that way just because, you know, if I chase after full master sets of things, it's yeah. a lot of money, right? And so obviously I don't have the money to do that. So it's like, okay, if this is my budget, let yeah. me focus on cards that I like Yep. And then let me focus on the top 15%. Yes. So, so that hopefully in any market, I could sell back that card and, and yeah. hopefully do well with it. Um, you know, I mean, cause we talked about this last week, those, those smaller cards that, yeah, they're good prices to get into right now, especially some of those crystal shards, but yeah. you know, those will enter the, enter the market a lot more often than the, the yes. top 15 or the top yeah. 10. So, yeah. That's how I try to balance, but it's hard. It's tough. Mm -hmm. I mean, to be, keep the discipline of keeping about 30 cards. I mean, how the hell do you do that? How do you well, stay so disciplined? Because uh, I think what I think what helps me is the cards that I don't have. Mm -hmm. So I under like, you know, there's there's let's say uh, one that I'm chasing right now is the a PSA nine Omega crack dice. Right. And uh, everything that I usually so I usually get to like. 60 to 70 cards when i hit that number i know it's time for me to liquidate and kind of take profit in certain places if i may or you know if i lose sometimes i'll take you know i'll kind of stop the bleeding depending on what it is and then yeah. all of and then with all of those cards i kind of try to put it into a better uh investment or a pc card because that's the only two is literally 
I have to fight those two aspects. Like, if it was up to me, I would have 15 Luxes right now, but I also have to look <laughs> on the investment side. You know what I mean? So I have to kind of balance that aspect out too. It's it's honestly a tough balance. You're constantly yeah. having to make decisions yeah. on those on those things, and there's real opportunity costs. There yes. is real opportunity yes. costs. For sure. Oof. Yeah. And- you know, especially because you gotta, you have to know. Like, I have to be real with myself all the time. I'm like, okay, if I go all in with this card, am I gonna sell it when the time is right? And I'm mm-hmm. like, if that's not the case, then it has to be a PC card. So then I have to get an investment card also, just to just to balance it out because I am I am a hobbyist where I like to. I don't have any sale product because my favorite part of the hobby is opening packs. You know, so. <laughs> So I have to be smart <laughs> on the other end when it comes to investments and just, you know, uh, if for instance, it was a card that I just got the wild card two weeks ago and I immediately nice. had to sell it just because I have an opportunity with another card that I feel is of better. Uh, well, it's kind of both. It's a PC and a investment. So, you know, I'm just always trying to, I don't want to have a lot of cards. I like to have the top cards and it, it feels more comfortable to me. It feels like I'm making more sense of the, of my favorites. If I do that. Mm, that's honestly some high level collecting. Mm-hmm. Like that's some advanced, advanced level collecting. I, I like that because mm-hmm. you know, you, you, you are making sure that like your decisions make sense. You're yeah. trying to like balance what you yeah. want with logic. And you are also trying to figure out, okay, even though I love this card, let me also balance the collection with cards yeah. that I yeah. could flip if I want to in the future, mm-hmm. which makes sense. I mean, it, it's because it's a tough game out there. There's so much to buy. And sometimes it's like, okay, do I buy this card because of the price? Yeah. Um, or do I hold off because it's not a card that I really care for? Like, how do we, how do we analyze that? Especially um, like, because if, Jess, if you think about it, like if you have, if you, let's be real. Okay. When, especially when it comes to Fortnite, because the challenge I took when I started the Fortnite Instagram is I was like, I either want new money coming in or I want to buy and sell only Fortnite cards just to show that mm-hmm. it's possible. Like, you know, and mm-hmm. um, and if you keep your bulk, you're going to have to sell a lot more to get to that card you want. And if it's, if an opportunity comes up, I'm like, I remember when an opportunity came up for uh, a card and I'm like, dang, I'm going to have to sell a lot to get this. Like, and <laughs> but if I keep, value in my collection higher it may only next time it may only be three or five cards instead of for half your collection so i just kind of you know it just because opportunity cost is so expensive i just try to find you know the the moments in there yeah yeah absolutely and you know something that i've been thinking about too like because we we've talked about this before we brought it up so many times um there are certain cards that are just not hitting the market as mm-hmm. much as, as other ones, which makes sense. Yeah. Collectors want to keep those cards. And then, you know, sellers are not looking to negotiate on certain cards. Yeah. And so it made me think like, is that it? And, and this is just a genuine question. And mm-hmm. I don't know where I sit on this because mm-hmm. I go one way or the other. Is that market manipulation in a way? Because it's like sellers are really setting those prices. And I mean, you know, on the one hand, it, it, you know, if you have enough demand and you have sellers that, you know, 
have the supply like yeah they're gonna set the price but but is it is it a level of manipulation i don't know like I, this is just a conversation that i i just like having with people just to get perspective so i mean what do you think is is it a uh, level of manipulation market manipulation I, I think it could be a little bit of both um mm -hmm. the reason being is i think we can base it off of the black knight that sold a couple weeks ago um a lot of people weren't happy about that card selling yeah and, you know and um i think okay uh i feel that black knight would have went a lot higher if people would have seen that card sell previously if people would have yeah. seen that card sell previously like because like in an auction yeah like obviously somebody within the community brought it but say hypothetically speaking like we all want let's say those newcomers do come into uh into the Fortnite market right before that point they never seen an auction for the black knight so they have to gauge their price off of what what are yeah. they they're not in the facebook group <laughs> if they're not on uh -huh. instagram let's say they're just a natural investor and let's say their kid brought up Fortnite cards to them and now they want to get in the market and they know black knight is the top card but they haven't seen any value we that gap of okay this is my price which is fifty thousand. And mm -hmm. the auction sold for twenty three thousand. Of course, it's your card, so you do what you want with it. But if nobody's selling it, it, it just is a weird area that I think because what happened is most of the Fortnite market because it was so new was a raw market. So then we started yeah. getting graded cards in, and then when the graded cards come in, now some a lot of people were new collectors in general they may never collected things before so now they have to figure out how to move in a graded market like you know um it is weird i think price manipulation could definitely play an effect but if we don't see more auctions it just it kind of would just be kind of stale you know and yeah. I, think, I think that's kind of what's happening overall mm, yeah i i agree with you on that uh, I I'd love to see I'd love to see sellers take that risk. Yeah. And, and the other thing too is, you know, I mean the market is the market though too. That's like exactly that's the market what, is the market. If that's what. <sighs> listen, I'm I love I love my looks cracked ice to death. Um, but if I was to sell it right now, I would have to sell it at market or a little bit above. But I can't I can't force somebody hand to pay two times three times or what the market values it at at that time i mean i can but it won't sell you know is it's just so and i sit there <laughs> and that's kind of the, that's kind of the case is and so i think with people and i do think some collectors and stuff should probably try to sell in this market a little bit um and the reason why is because you'll kind of understand your card value a little bit more like yeah. i've been i've been in and out of cards a couple times and I understand, okay, if I obtain this card again, it may be hard to move based off of my previous experience. So, you know, or you just hold for long term. Is that it's kind of that in between, and which which I think uh just based off of how you collect and what your plans is could be beneficial on both sides. Is beneficial on both sides. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um I, I can definitely agree. And, you know, to your point, yeah, I mean there's what's what's still crazy to me is like 
I mean, obviously there's a ton of speculators in the market right now. And mm -hmm. that's, and that's good. You know, you need to have a balance of collectors yeah. and speculators and investors. Um, you know, I've had this conversation before with other people. It's just so shocking to after only two years and a few months, right? Yeah. You know, July, 2019, when these cards came out, it is so crazy to see the prices that yeah things are commanding right now it's just like holy crap this was so fast i i don't know at what point you know a market like pokemon was doing these kinds of numbers mm -hmm. uh you know compared to fortnite i don't know i'd have to do some research to figure that out but it just seems so fast and on yeah. top of that it's gone so fast with you know to your point again not that much sales data people yeah. are taking real risks Risk. here yes. you know it's a high risk game and it's whew, Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, uh, the BK that sold for 50, uh, what was it last year or earlier this year, earlier this year, yeah, earlier this year. Yeah. I, I was talking to the, to the seller on that. Oh, I can't remember his tag now that I think about yeah. it. Um, but I mean, cool, cool dude, cool dude for sure. And it's just like, like, you know, so for him, I mean, it was absolutely worth it. And yeah. And then and then and then to now see that that kind of retrace a little bit. I can't remember. Was it a ten? Was it a PSA ten? I'm not sure. I can't mm -hmm. even remember. I think it was a ten. I'm almost positive. It was high. Yeah. It was high. Yeah. 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 I mean, I mean, you know, that buyer took <sighs> dropped five. Dropped. Drop. Drop five. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, fifty thousand. Like that is such a risk. I'm not there. I don't have that 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 leverage to do that. But oh man, <laughs> but I mean, I think it'll pay off. No doubt. I think it'll pay yeah, off for sure. For sure, if they hold in the yeah. future. But who us Fortnite people like? <laughs> we yeah. play with fire. I don't know. Yes. No, for the one hundred, and that's but just that's why I'm so committed to moving within my collection. Like, mm -hmm. you know, if I, cause I, if I am going to go and try to obtain these bigger cars that I missed out on, I want it to make sense financially. Like, and that's Absolutely. why I'm like, okay, yes, I would love to have all of my cars. That would be amazing. But, um, let me try to make sense of this where I'm comfortable laying my head down at night, <laughs> you know, and it's, it's just, uh, you know, and, yeah. um, I think, I think the guy that bought it for 50, he's good. It's going to be a longer term term hold. So I hope that was his plan. And, mm -hmm. uh, I think, I think he's, I think he's good. And, and what I mean by that is we have to understand each other's attention intention. Like if it, if that's a five to 10 year, uh, term hold, that card is going to reach that for sure. Um, but when it comes to even the, even the lower end, that's why I always talk about don't be mad if somebody doesn't want to create a new high on your card. Like sometimes people don't want to be the one to break the record. I know that's popular in this market now. Like I know it's like, I know. Oh, new book. I don't want to be that one all the time. Like I, I don't, I just don't like, it's yeah. like, can we, you know, cause even when I sell, I never, I mean, I'm always trying to meet, I understand what I pay for it. Sometimes if I like just purchased it, I would just try to get back what I paid for it. If it was a, if it was a quick, you know, purchase, and then I had to get rid of it, or other times I would just try to get a little bit of profit on top. And because long-term hold is where you get your 10x, your 5x, and when the market goes up, so you have to understand what market you're in and kind of play within that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I'm trying to figure out if if uh, the the BK that I bought last week is a record. I think it might be. For sure, it, it might be. Yeah. 
but that guess what? That's the card to do that. That's the that's mm -hmm. the top one percent. You know mm -hmm. when it, you know. I mean, BK is in a class of his own. Uh, uh, Pilly is very close, and that's mm -hmm. about it. You know that I think they're literally. That's that's it. Those are the two undeniable, and then uh, and then everything else is debatable after that, really. But those are definitely the top two. So you made mm -hmm. a decision on that one. Yeah, I, I'm glad. I'm glad. I am hurting a little bit because I see this other uh, uh, PSA nine hollow foil USA yeah. print for twenty four ninety nine. I'm like. <sighs> Yeah. save myself 300 bucks but then again at the end of the day it's like okay 300 dollars. you know yeah. it, what what is that what is that little bit of movement really worth because right. i mean you know i mean that, that's a little bit more than 10 percent. that's like eh, i don't know maybe yeah. doing quick math like 12 yeah. percent. but um you know I, I guess i guess when it comes to that like i just try not to think about it all that much because yeah. you know i've lost deals like we talked about the last time yeah. i tried to negotiate down a lux mm -hmm. uh you know i tried to negotiate down maybe 200 or 300 and you yeah. know he he pulled it I, I don't know what happened but pulled it off the market and that's the and i i think that's the that's the major aspect i mean i really i really try to be smart in the market because i a lot of times um i see i see a lot of sideways movement a lot of people mm -hmm. doing things that's kind of equal and it's like sometimes you have to like you sometimes you will you will have to set a new record and then other times but within that time you could also be buying a whole bunch of things that's undervalued and then that's where your margins get beautiful you know and that's you know that's, <laughs> absolutely you know mm -hmm. that's just that's where it is and that that's just being in the market really well you know i'm really happy to hear that that derek jeter i had no idea that he bought um a crystal shard bk that's that's freaking awesome and yeah. and the, i don't know if you noticed in the chat but uh the seller that sold that psa5 to him is on the chat which is really no. cool oh yeah I, this went over i, I forgot that <laughs> no yeah. it's all it's all good yeah. i mean but i mean that that's really cool to see because you know people are seeing the value to that you know so it, yeah. it's like it's like vindication you know yeah. um a little bit. I mean, I wish I could afford some like that. Um, was that a private sale? I don't know if he's still on the Ooh, on the, the stream or not. Which one? The the BK, the Crystal Sharp BK to Derek Jeter. It seemed like it because I think they it was on eBay, but I think it was taken down. I don't know if he ended up. You mm -hmm. know, they might have ended up uh, like just yeah taking it off platform. Yeah. 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 That, that, that makes sense. That makes sense. Um, I mean, oh gosh, that that's because I, I was going to, I was going to look online to see, I was going to look on eBay to see if there was like a price for it. Yeah. Um, and, and I wonder too, if, you know, he went for a five just because there aren't that many people selling right now. No. And I mean, like, okay, I have the, I have the pop report up right now. I think I always have the pop report. <laughs> Let's see. Uh, let's see what BK because it might. That's the thing. Like I have no problem going with a five or a seven or anything in that range because you know you're priced out of pretty much everything else. So yeah. So look at so true for BK cracked ice USA print. There's two PSA fours, two PSA fives, three PSA six, and uh no. Yeah, three PSA sevens and then three PSA eights. So mm. 
those if those hit the market, I think a lot of people it is it's gonna be like the eighty eight. Uh, I mean, um, the eighty six, eighty seven Jordan Flair is gonna be like the Charizard. People just want a part of the market. They're not gonna care if that's. I tell you one thing, I will buy a PSA four any day. You know, Hopefully I mean, <laughs> no, seriously, and I think uh, I'm trying to. I'm going to get my numbers wrong, but I think the point will still come across. So I think for like a PSA four or a PSA six, like first edition Charizard, that's that card is still worth a few thousand. Like yeah. it's not cheap. It's not, it's oh. still not cheap. So to your point, absolutely. 100%. So when it comes down to like the top cards, like the top cards, yeah. what's, what's your top five? Like, like, and that includes if like, if you have, you know, uh, like top fives of the first the series one set yeah. if you have black knight crystal shard and then black knight hollow foil like uh, like, like name name the yeah yeah literally so you mean like the literal top five no matter okay uh, yep yep so you have to go with black knight usa print cracked ice number one mm -hmm. uh number two would be pilly cracked ice mm -hmm. three would be a bk hollow uh four four is interesting um because i want to say a pilly hollow but it is a little bit of a gap in between the pilly hollow and the pilly cracked ice so i don't know if that would technically i think it's a lot of cracked ice that will sell over that um mm -hmm. i guess the i guess you would have to put skull trooper at five and i have no idea it would be four Jess, that's a hard one. That is hard. Mm -hmm. hard yeah. Hard. So, so do you think? So, so you said you said Skull Trooper at five, right? Would that be uh, a crystal shard? Correct. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I would definitely have to put. Yeah, because I don't think I don't think a Pilly Hollow is over the top ten of the cracked ice. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So that's where where the Black Knight Hollow is, but not the Pilly cracked ice. But also, we haven't seen a real well we have seen some auctions of pilly yeah i don't think pilly's in the top five hollow wise but uh definitely yeah. cracked number two yeah um what is what you know i'm i'm about to look it up right now but what is the what is the pilly kind of going for uh so it was it's been a cracked ice or hollow uh either one actually uh so you would say ice, print the cracked ice had a had, has had a couple uh auctions that did really good like i think i want to say seven five three like one was in kind of it had some whitening i think mm -hmm. it was around three or thirty five hundred then it was one that was very solid that was in the fives and then i think it was one in the sevens a couple months ago but pilly has honestly been pretty consistent throughout all the markets just like black knight so mm -hmm. you know uh yeah that's that's i think um you know me personally i like skull trooper better but i can't deny the Pilly fan base and the and the consistency of Pilly overall, really. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, I, I gotta agree with you there. I'm no doubt, no 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 doubt in my mind. And I'm just seeing too that, um, you know, uh, Galaxy PSA nine just yeah. went for auction on the thirty first for eight sixty five. So it's it's done a it's it's gone down a little bit, but that's yeah. still that's still a high man. That's still a high card. It's, I wonder. Yeah. So, so you wouldn't say that uh, Galaxy might like Crystal Shard That's Galaxy a, might be number four? Maybe it might be number five if we put if we put Skull Trooper at number 
four. But mm-hmm. then two, you gotta remember that. Think about it. A raw drift cracked ice sold for uh, yeah. fifteen hundred. Was it fifteen? It was like fifteen hundred or twelve hundred or something like that. So like oh the series, gosh. the series one cracked ice like the top ten to top fifteen. Most of the legendaries are close to a thousand, if not over a thousand. So that's kind of yeah. where it's interesting because those like uh, Omega and Drift in that last auction that was raw sold for like fifteen and twelve or something like that. So it's that's why the top five is kind of hard because the legendary cracked ice for series one really does well overall. So yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. God, you know, I, I completely forgot about Drift, but Drift is such a freaking amazing looking card. Like, I know nothing. That's a great card. <laughs> yeah. Like, and, uh, and he's and he's uh, he's very popular. You know, he has a lot of different selectable styles and variants now. But overall, Drift is popular for Fortnite promotion and people love the skin. So that's a great card to have for a long term hold. That's a great long term hold. Mm. Is there is there a female version of Drift that's in the cards? Not that's in the cards. Um, mm-hmm. But just for story, like for promotion stuff, uh, Fortnite always puts Drift and Bright Bomber together. They they're not mm-hmm. this they're not the female and uh, male variants of each other, but they always put them together. Uh, mm-hmm. So I think that's uh, those are is little is little things in the Fortnite game and the Fortnite storyline in the market that can just be creative to uh to have and to sell and i think a lot more people are di- diving deep into the you know into the storyline and everything like that and i think uh it's eventually gonna have its place in the market for sure oh man that's gonna be awesome i i still need to i i still need to uh do what you had told me before which was start getting into the lore i'm gonna, I'm gonna be doing that over the next yeah. few weeks that's, that's definitely gonna be something i'm gonna really start like sinking sinking my teeth into because i love me a good story like i love it's yeah. like it, it it's great i mean even even something as super nerdy as magic the gathering when i found out that there was yeah. story behind these cards and that flavor text really mattered it wasn't just random bullshit on the card yeah. i was like ooh, that's interesting um I, I still don't know the story all that well but like like little sneaky things like that are very have you very have you downloaded fortnite yet i do i have it okay. i have it i play i played a game i got i got two i got there the second you i got the you- second you know the story. Uh, the storyline continues tomorrow, right at four. So the next okay. part, the next event and story comes out because the new season comes out next week. Uh, well, going into next week, and then the new storyline starts uh, tomorrow at four. And uh, it was funny because uh, a couple people asked me, "How do I see the full storyline?" And it is a couple people that have it on YouTube. But I was oh. like, dang, I was like, dang, I just noticed that actually following the game. You have to figure out how to tell somebody new how to find the full storyline. So it is a couple on YouTube and like uh, uh, Bob from the Instagram community. Bob even came back mm. to me and he was like, I don't know if Ruin is Black Knight and A, B, and C. So we started having great conversations because he started looking into the storyline and kind of looking at angles and things like that. Mm. And, uh, so I think a lot of people are going to end up doing that and it's going to be great for the community. So, so at four o'clock, I need to hop on and catch up on the on the new yeah, story yeah, for the new yeah. season cool. it's interactive yeah. too it's interactive so that's going to be good Ooh, 
That's yeah. cool. That's cool. I, I'm gonna have to, I, I'll definitely do that. Um, is it, is it, you know, I can look it up. I can look yeah. it up. Um, but you're talking about Bob, um, Paletas, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Okay, cool. I've had a few yeah. conversations with him. He's a great, yeah. he's a beast of a collector. Gosh, like yeah. some of these collections, like, man. honestly, I, I'm still trying to get some of the whales on Fortnite on mm -hmm. that Fortnite group. Cause I know that there are some whales oh, that are being real shy and very, you know, and I'm trying to get them on. Uh, Wayne was great to have on, of course, you know, definitely a whale with his renegade. Um, yeah. That uh, promo, that prototype. Yeah. yeah. The prototype cards. Gosh. Yeah. I mean, he was, he was excellent to have on, but I, I still need to get some more of those whales that got like mm -hmm. multiples of all the crystal shards. We got to get, uh, we got to get Eduardo on. We gotta get yeah. 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 I'm I'm thinking um we we were talking because we were trying to find some time in the schedule we were thinking maybe like sometime next week and he next wants, Saturday yeah like because the thing is he I went on live with him uh before this and he didn't pull the black knights yet he pulled the base but he didn't pull the cracked ice so that'd be a great video to be on like yeah that'll be you know so he he sent some black knights in his uh sub I, I'm not surprised he's got so many like freaking amazing cards did he say that he had a full set no he's got he's still waiting on a few cards right does he have a full set of what of just everything like yeah, crystal shard hollow full this is this is his he did so well he had the master set and now he's just doing like the graded <laughs> he got the graded cards as well it's it's pretty amazing to see honestly gosh his 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 collection is sick like yes no doubt he, his whole uh, box today was mainly Lux and Black Knight. He pulled uh, a Skull Trooper PSA 10 and a Skull Ranger PSA 10. And then it was, he got a PSA 10 Lux Cracked Ice. He just, it was, it was unbelievable, unbelievable to see. Yeah, I've seen like so far, I didn't catch the one from today, um, yeah. but but like what i've seen so far is he's he's grading nines and tens like nines he was tens. so good about the ones that he was buying because he didn't pull any of those cards right mm -hmm. he didn't pull any mm -hmm. of them okay yeah he didn't and he uh today he had italian and brazilian and he got we figured something out just this is going to be important for you so he got, uh, he got a psa 10 in brazil a brazilian cracked ice or italian cracked ice but uh -huh. PSA put it in the USA print cracked ice. The hot. So yeah. they mislabeled it. They oh. didn't remember before. They didn't separate them. Remember how? Yeah. He was a part of that. He was a part of that group. Mm. So he has, and you know, uh, Modern got hit with that today too. He bought a calamity, a PSA nine cal calamity, and it was Italian because it was before the PSA started putting it on the slabs. Mm -hmm. So uh, some of the pop reports may be slightly off. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, some may be lower or some may be higher than we actually think. So that's something we got to play in the factor, too. Yeah, I, I definitely agree. I, you know, hopefully it's not that many cards that were kind of, you know, in that limbo. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I, you have to take you have to take the UA, the USA populations with a grain of salt because yeah. some of them aren't. Yeah. And and hopefully, you know, hopefully those collectors are sending them back in to get relabeled. But, you know, yeah, we know how that go. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, and I don't even know when that would affect like the, the actual pop report too. It would take some yeah. time. It it'll always take time, but For sure. 
Mm, yeah, honestly, like I'm really thinking about, like I said, I'm really thinking about sending in Dante mm -hmm. um, Express because it, it shouldn't take too long either. They no. seem pretty caught up on their Express. So that, and then I think, um, I think I do also want to send in at least one ghoul trooper and it might be the Brazilian one, like yeah. my best Brazilian one, yeah. just because like, you know, my conversation with Wayne, he really got me on to keeping an eye on the Brazilian ones yes. because that might be real short print. So, mm -hmm. For yeah, sure. yeah. Uh, I I'd be really excited to see how to see how that one does because I have two and one it looks a little chewed on but yeah. the other you know looks like I I'd have to do some I'd have to compare my cards but I think it might get at least an eight an eight and nine I, and you know I've 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 under I'm understanding that people the pop reports is going to be low anyway because a lot of cards are going to get an eight. Like, let's be, mm -hmm. a lot of cards are going to get an eight. And if people understand they're going to get an eight, they're not even going to grade them. Yeah. So, you know, it's it's some cards that I have that I'm like, okay, you know, we're just going to keep this, you know. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it, it, would, the, it would have to be like 10 years from now when everything is out the window. And then you just, it makes sense then. But yeah, it's, it's a couple that's just not worth it. And I think that's where a lot of other cards may come into play. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And, you know, it, it's got me kind of interested in, um, you know, talking to JK. Um, it got it has me kind of interested sending the promo series two cards mm -hmm. sending into HGA. Yes. HGA. Yeah, that, that might be real interesting because, like, I got to stick to one, like, the whole set has got to be, you know, one grading card company. And that mm -hmm. might be something to try, honestly. Yeah. Because that'll be really nice to have a full graded Series 2 promo set. I don't know if there are any right now. No. Well, um, you got to. And that's the thing. I think that's a good play. The reason why is because, to be honest, you'll be able to obtain the whole set for fairly cheap again. Mm -hmm. You know, it's it's at that place right now where if you wanted to, you could really you could really actually get one graded and be able to get one for probably under 200 at this time. You know, uh, I was about to say, yeah, I so. was about to say, I mean, I, I thought about buying a few more of of the series, two just because mm -hmm. they they seem to be under 200. Like what you were saying, yeah. I think I seen some from around 150. So yeah. That's not a bad price point. And, you know, hopefully, you know, maybe after getting two or three more sets, maybe I have like enough where it's like I get tens, you know, yeah. like I have a yeah. full set of tens. Right, so. right. There you go. Yeah, that's yeah. smart. That's smart. Yeah, yeah. So, something I've been thinking about. It's just that like, uh grading is just getting so freaking expensive. Mm -hmm. It's just so expensive, but you know, it, it's fun. Like, yeah. Mm. Yeah, I'm thinking about I'm I'm debating so because I, I don't know when I'll get them graded yet. I'm debating whether or not to just buy displays for my one touches because I have those cards in one touch yeah. cases. Yeah. So so you know it, like instead of them just sitting in the stack, like why not just get maybe some displays for those? Yeah. Uh, like the one that I have for the for the for the my series one promo. That looks I great too. Yeah, that looks, yeah. I like that a lot. I like that a lot. Yeah, seriously, the the guy that I bought it from Poker Dreamer, yeah. um, he's got he he's got a whole shop now where he can do a lot of really cool custom work. So, mm -hmm. um, once I get my Dante graded, I'm gonna have him build me a custom That's like 
two row f mm -hmm. uh, five cards just so yeah. that i can have that like that because and then also do like actual um because he's got magnets on the corners mm. to, to clasp everything yeah and so i have black ones just playing black ones right now but i want to get yeah. like a custom like Fortnite yeah symbol be... or something oh yeah. that'd be so dope yeah be the first one on the block with those For so sure. Mm hmm but hey have you bought anything anything new recently have you traded anything oh yeah, any any the, cool deals i got the uh dark voyager cracked ice let me see Ooh. yeah that oh, was a, man that was a good one um let me see where is it i got the dark voyager cracked ice right here series one dude such yeah. a great card such I mean, this card. this one surprised me of how, like that. I, that's what I was kind of talking about too. Like, series one, cracked ice. When you actually see those, like for instance, the galaxy. Like when I first seen the galaxy in person, I was like, oh goodness, this card is like actually beautiful. Like it's certain cards that just hit different, and those, and series one in general, they did really good with the shards on the cracked ice on that, and mm -hmm. um. Yeah, so it kind of has me a little addicted to Series 1 Crack Dice right now. So <laughs> I'm trying to be, I'm trying to manage and be smart, so I'm taking my time. Mm -hmm. Did yeah. you, did you end up getting that one on eBay or was it just a private sale? I'll tell you. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, that's cool. Because I'm looking on eBay right now. I'm like, damn. Oh, like, I'll there's nothing. There's, and like, I'm, nothing I'm for that one. I'm kind of maxed out right now because I'm trying to get this Omega, so I'll definitely tell you so you can scoop the rest. How about that? Oh, okay. Yeah. You know what? I don't need to be buying shit. God See, now I really got to so I can take a little pressure off of me. Ooh, jeez. I don't know. I, I mean, if it, oh, yes, I'll, I'll probably get it. Like, honestly, <laughs> I, I, I will probably get it. You know, I'll move some things around to make it happen just because yeah. it's like, you know, yeah. probably not going to be this these these prices ever again. If That's... we think, if it does what we think it'll do. Yeah. And if it, if it, and the thing is, I think people should be comfortable just be comfortable in the market and the way you be comfortable in the market is just don't over leverage yourself mm -hmm. that's the way you'll always enjoy it take opportunities when it's there if you have to sell sometimes sell you know don't put yourself in a bind and just fall in love with just watching the market and just kind of making your decisions off of that that's the best mm -hmm. thing i can say yeah yeah i couldn't i couldn't agree with you more and you know that's when you really gotta like sit down and be like mm, okay do i really need that card yeah yeah. you know like that that's what i did i that's what i did um last month in august yeah. i had i had a few first edition uh pokemon cards psa 10s yeah. and they were on common cards they were common on common cards you know they yeah. weren't anything too crazy but because my price point was so low i said selling them for a few hundred dollars was yeah. great for me like my right. returns are three to five you know and yeah. so i'm like okay cool well let me move that into you know, into whatever else. I think I ended up with that money uh, getting just a few more hollows of things. That's it. That's um, yeah. You know, uh, of Fortnite, just just yeah. some Fortnite hollow foils that were like under twenty bucks, under uh -huh. thirty bucks. You know, let's add some two two more gold troopers because yeah. you know she's awesome yeah. to me. So, yeah. you know, but but yeah, I mean th that that was really hard to to like figure out. Okay, where do I want to put this money? Like mm -hmm. literally where, where do I, cause I can't let it sit there. Like I got to yeah. move it somewhere. Where, where can I put it? You know? And just, you know, at the end of the day, I was just like, nah, let me just do Fortnite. Let me just yeah. focus on Fortnite. Yeah. So, 
And it's, it's crazy that I got to this point. I literally went to a car show today. And it was so many Josh Allen cards that I couldn't got. Like I'm a Bills fan, and I'm, I'm trying. Like, this is the first we we've have been good for the past couple years, and I haven't experienced that in my lifetime. So I'm, I'm trying not to buy and invest off emotion. And I think mm-hmm. keeping myself separate from my quarterback is probably the <laughs> wisest decision that I can do. So I'm gonna stick with my Fortnite, even though I was heavily tempted throughout the day. But that just shows you how strong Fortnite is, where I can make that decision mm-hmm. on a team that I follow for literally my whole life. So, yeah, <laughs> that, that shows me. You know, and, and like, Fortnite has a real special place. Like, I, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. It, it just has a special place. I, I, you know, earlier today, one of my listeners was asking me, you know, like, what got you into Fortnite? You don't even play the game. Like, what got yeah. you into buying them? And I'm like, honestly, I saw the mega boxes. I thought they were cool. I thought the outfits were cool. Like, the skins are really yeah. cool design. Like, just from a pure design perspective, I'm like, oh, my God, they're amazing. And then when I opened up the cards, like, I just <laughs> fell in love with yeah. the design. Yeah. Like, I thought they looked beautiful. They looked so good. Panini did such a good job. So, yeah. So, I mean, yeah, I'm I'm with you on that. And, and, you know, something I'm meaning to tell you. um, So the other day when, when I, you know, like when we talked and I put the sale in, I put the order in for the sale for, for this guy, right? I reached out to Bugga a few days later and, you know, he's got millions of followers, so he hasn't seen my message yet, but I'm like, Hey, so like, if I send you this ticket and I put into, you know, like if I give you return, like shipping, will Um, you just sign this for me? And and I haven't heard back. So (laughs) no, that's, and that's the thing like that. And I guess that's the opportunities you can literally find in the market. And, Another play on that is, you know, find some, this is, okay, I'll say, find some up-and-coming professionals, pro players that are doing really good, that you believe in, mm-hmm. and you probably can sell, you probably can send them a card to autograph, you know, because a lot of them are just on the rise up, but if they win one FNCS, if they win one World Cup, they're going to skyrocket through the roof, and they will be on every talk show that's how it works and uh you know it's opportunities everywhere man it really is that's a really good point that's a really good point and i've heard people uh comment on the fact that they think that esports will be bigger than Uh than professional sports as we see it i mean like professional sports has been going so strong for over 100 years now so it's so interesting to see that and i don't want to I don't want to bash that because I don't know shit. I don't know shit yeah. about it, but I want to spend more time in it, yeah. um, in, into esports, getting getting a better understanding. And then if I have some like, because I have like four or five yeah. skull, uh, gold trooper hollows, you know, it's like okay, well, let's find a player that's good in that skin mm-hmm. that has that skin that like that's their skin. And you know, to your point, sending that in to get it graded, I, not to get it graded, get yeah. it assigned. Hell yeah, it's- let's do it. And it's, uh, you know, and the thing is, is like, um, I'll say this, uh, Fortnite is moving within the next season or two, they're moving to Unreal Engine 5. This is going to kind of get nerdy. But, oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, they're moving to Unreal Engine 5, and that is going to change a lot about Fortnite, and that's mm-hmm. going to end up being the probably the next boom. So people that's investing in Fortnite or you just enjoy it, um, that's going to be major for the game just overall when it comes to modding, when it comes to creative, when it comes to 
the uh, graphics of the game. And uh, I think if you really pay attention to all the nuances of Fortnite, it's, it's a lot of reasons to believe in this game long term. And so, so are they on Unity right now? Is that what they're using? I think so. I think okay. I think they're on Unity right now. And then, uh, you know, just, I mean, they said season eight, but I think they want to wait till chapter three to go to mm -hmm. Unreal Engine 5. They did just do the promotion video on Fortnite last week, but um, I know they're very, very close. So that's going to be interesting to see. So do they have, um, I'll, I'll have to do some more research on this because yeah. that's interesting. Um, do uh, have they put out any um any footage on unreal engine so okay from I'll, unreal i looked because i was a little confused on this aspect i think the the promotion they did last week i think that is going to be the way the the skins look in the game if it's in unreal engine, unreal engine 5 and mm -hmm. if that happens that's going to change fortnite forever because hmm. fortnite is always looked at as this unrealistic fun quote game yeah but fun cod this might actually make i don't know what it'll do it may make fans feel uncomfortable it may make gamers feel uncomfortable or it may bring in a whole different demographic but it's coming whether you like it or not <laughs> you know it's, it's coming it is it's mm. I'm here for it. I'm going to have to look at the at those at those promotions now cuz that'll be um I, I I get real nerdy about it too because um, I'm a software dev so I'm like, yeah. "Oh, okay, so that that's really interesting." Okay, so I'm moving to what do you think engine. It'll do for it? gonna... Say what? What do you think Unreal Engine 5 would do for Fortnite from your perspective of that? Of that, you know, um I mean, it could you know, to be honest, I don't know that I can't like speak to those things super in depth. Yeah. If I had if I had a dev here talking yeah. about it, I could I could probably really get into the nitty gritty. But I think, um, you know, looking at the graphics, how that will really impact the look and feel for it. And then the responsiveness, I think, mm -hmm. are, are going to be the biggest things that I'll try to pay attention to, because mm -hmm. those will have the most I, I would think they would have the most significant impact mm -hmm. on the on on uh, the the feel for the game like the like how the gamer feels the game because those yeah. are always the first things that you sure. you notice you know the smoothness and then mm -hmm. the look like does it does it really immerse you um i mean you know of course there's other things that play into it too you know the, like the physics engine and and you know all that stuff can have an impact on on gameplay and whatnot i mean like i remember back in the day when you know, Force Unleashed first came out and they were using like the cutting edge mm -hmm. physics engine. And so you were seeing like these characters ragdoll, right? And you yeah. weren't seeing those things happen back then. Yeah. Um, uh, but now that's kind of commonplace. So it'll be really interesting to see. I, I don't know. I don't know. I'll have to, to me, I have to do more research to really answer your question yeah, I, I, well, yeah. but I'll let you know. For we'll sure. have another conversation. I literally dived so deep into it once I realized it because I seen how much of a shift it could be, mm -hmm. you know, and uh, that, man, I, I wouldn't even want to know the marketing Fortnite is going to put behind it if this goes into effect because chapter three will be a whole different, it will be a whole new map. That's a whole nother generation. That, that would be the next chapter. Mm -hmm. So it'll be okay. a whole new map. So if they started at the beginning of that season of that chapter, I mean, Fortnite, as we know, it could literally be a whole thing of the past, which will be interesting to see because it may be time for that. So it'll be fun.
Yeah, absolutely. And considering they're using, you know, we talked about this before, considering using, uh, they, they've been using the platform, you know, other uh, creators, other artists have been using the platform to do more things mm -hmm. with it. Uh, you know, it makes sense for them to try and push the envelope yeah. in that perspective yeah. and, and make it, you know, I, I wonder if one of the reasons why they chose Unreal Engine uh, was to make it maybe more versatile. I don't know if it's yes. more versatile than Unity. Mm -hmm. um, um, so, so from that perspective, making it even more than just like a game. Yeah. So I, I don't know that that'd be really cool. I'm gonna have to really dig my teeth into it because I've heard some people talk about the general differences between Unity and Unreal Engine, but because there's Unreal Engine Five, like that's a different beast than yeah. what I was yes. seeing before. Yeah. What, what have have you? Uh, what have people been kind of telling you um, or like, what have you been kind of discovering as far as that goes? Will it have, will it seem to have a really big impact in terms of gameplay? Like, yeah, so, so, like the speed people can play at? Yeah. And that's why I think is is because they had to wait for next gen, obviously PS, uh, PS5 and, mm -hmm. you know, uh, the Xbox. So they had to wait for the next generation of gaming to come because it couldn't just be offered to PC. The yeah. problem is what happens to the mobile gamers? What happens yeah. to past gen? So I guess those are the kind of things where, you know, uh, I do know it will be available, but for mobile gaming, I don't know how that's going to kind of work. And mobile gaming, yeah. uh, it's, a, it's, a good, it's a good amount. Obviously, there's no uh, Apple when it, it no, it's no iPhone. I was game. about to say. But, <laughs> but, you know, which really, which really sucks. Uh, but mm -hmm. I get it because... Apple wasn't expecting a conglomerate like Epic Games to really fight back, and they're they're standing their ground. So I get mm -hmm. it. I yeah, get it. yeah, absolutely. You know, I was gonna ask too. Are there any like real professionals or high highly proficient uh, gamers uh, gaming on mobile? No. Like no, no. It's uh, but there's that's where most of the the kids are, if that makes sense. Because a lot of times, you know they they may have a brother or sister that share a system together but they may have a phone so that's where kids will play Fortnite on their you know on their phone so it does take out a major demographic uh but i think over i think over time it it it'll balance out it'll balance mm -hmm. out it do show you know what i really feel the psp was ahead of its time mm -hmm. the psp was ahead of its time like i feel like if the psp dropped right now it would have had a major it would have had a, a major impact as well i think because i couldn't imagine how it would have been to have like the place that uh, you know the psp and play it you know anywhere i want on fortnite and a b and c like that i think it was ahead of its time for sure i, mm -hmm. I think they come back with that honestly are there a lot of uh players on the switch because i i downloaded yes. it on the switch i just haven't played it yeah so there's a yeah. ton okay yeah it's okay. a lot and, of and it's mostly the kids yeah and mm -hmm. you know if for, for me and you know i would definitely play the switch on a plane but uh <laughs> i kind of get mad when i die in fortnite so i don't think that'd be good for the people yeah no i gotcha i gotcha that's awesome that's awesome well hey i mean like oh i'm gonna okay Okay, so I'm going to... got some things to look at. <laughs> I know. I got some things to look at. I got to hit you up about what we were talking about earlier yes. with those cards. Yeah. Um, they're, they're, they're just a lot of items on my list. And honestly, what I might try to do tonight is because the new the new season is dropping tomorrow, mm -hmm. I, I might see about 
catching up on the story. I might yeah. just like pull, I'll, you know, like next yeah. five hours. Yeah, I'll send you the videos uh, of like of the ones that I think tells it the best because mm-hmm. one of the uh, data miners made one, and I mean they know more than pretty much almost some of the Fortnite developers at this point. Uh, but yeah, so the event is tomorrow. The new season drops this week, and so that'll be that'll be great to see. Hell yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome. Cool, dude. Cool. Well, hey, I I appreciate you coming on. We're gonna have to do this again uh, with with more of the group. Yes, we'll we'll, we'll have to do this uh, for sure. So it was cool talking. So definitely, but, definitely. Yeah, awesome. Well, hey. I, I appreciate honestly right now what I'm gonna go do is I'm gonna look up those videos and if you send them like whenever you send that yeah. that YouTube like I'm probably gonna get into it right away so, so I'll be here for it well cool I appreciate it.